0: This is The Blonde Priestess here on The Blonde Priestess Podcast, and today we are talking about love, L-O-V-E. So I'm so happy you're here. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me. And I cannot wait to dive in. I have been sharing um, some messages about how to manifest your partner on my Instagram lately, and I've received a lot of feedback, and we're going to actually get into a few very specific comments towards the end of the episode, and I'm going to share the handles of the beautiful women in this case that shared a bit of their experience with us, with me, with us, and so um, hopefully it'll be helpful and relatable. To get us started, though, I want to talk about two of the most important things I feel when we are ready to manifest our soulmates. Now, that's a big point there, when we are ready to manifest our soulmates. A lot of times I do believe that we aren't ready yet. Whether we say we are or not, a lot of times the quickest way to see if you are ready to call in your soulmate is if you are aligned and acting in that way. And now, again, a lot of what I'm going to share today, I'm speaking from experience. Okay, so there's no hypocrisy here at all. I, If there's a wrong road to turn down, I most likely have turned down it. <laughs> or I at least have listened to some wisdom and... and um, it, from someone that did take a a severe wrong turn. And I'm just here to be a vessel and share that with you. And hopefully something connects with you. And if you are especially looking to manifest and call in your soulmate, as I said, if you're ready, um, then this podcast is going to definitely be helpful for you. I'm going to share very much so uh, the intimate experience that I've had in manifesting my soulmate. And um, what's it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I do feel I've manifested my soulmate. Um, and so I'm going to give you my recipe for success, see how it resonates for you. And um, let's dive in. So, to begin, As I said, first things first, you really want to make sure that you are in the place to call in your soulmate. And what that means is you are committed to being the highest version of yourself. You're committed to not settling and um, you're also very clear on what it is that you need and want. And so that takes me into my first point here. Make a desire list, your ultimate desire list of your ideal partner. Um, it's like making a grocery list kind of, but way more important. <laughs> no, there's many spiritual teachers that preach this message, so this is not a new concept, although it is a very effective one and I feel it should be shared and shared and shared. So make your list. I've made many uh, lists over. Um, As I said, I was, when I thought I was ready for my soulmate to come in, I actually was still needing experiences. I was still needing contrast as Abraham Hicks speaks about to come into my life, to help me cultivate a deeper desire. Okay. That's what. So definitely always see any experience that you've had as a learning experience and the contrast, the things that maybe you didn't like, it showed you what it is you do want and what it is you do need and what it is you do like. So we are always grateful for the contrast. And a lot of times those help make a much more aligned desire list. So the most recent list that I made, the most effective list that I made before beloved B came into my life was one that was really based around feelings and qualities. Um, I even joked on my Instagram, I had like one physical, uh, well, two. Um, one was a height thing. I'm a very tall woman myself. And you know, this is something that I just, it just makes me feel very feminine. It makes me feel very protected and safe. It's quite need to want to have a partner taller than me. So that was on my list. And um, I don't even know if Barry knows this, so inside scoop. Um, I also really love accents, so (laughs) and I mean put everything on this list, y'all, seriously. Uh, So I did have an accent, although I was not biased to what kind of accent um, my partner would have, but I do find it very intriguing, and I listen quite better when there's a little accent there coloring the words, Um, and uh Yeah, again, like, uh, spoiler alert, he's Irish. So, oh, talk about the accent. Yes. Um, Winning, big time. Okay, all right. So make your desire list. Focus on the qualities. Yes, those are two, like, physical qualities that I had. But the reason you don't want to focus on the physical is because you might miss your blessing. If you're looking for blonde hair, blue eyes, it's only 6'5". They have to have tan, sculpted muscles and wearing white sneakers. (laughs) The universe doesn't really work like that. Now, if you have a physical need, put down your need. Um, but also just focus on the feeling that you want to feel when you're with, with that person. So while my list did have a couple of physical aspects that I desired that I wanted, um, there was so many more quality-based aspects that I needed. Um, I wanted someone that was eternally joyful human with just a life force inside of them. Um, someone that was playful, that was funny, that was goofy, that was silly, but also very spiritual and very, um, understanding and empathetic and, um, and just uh, on and on and on, but really get into the feeling of that. Even just me relaying that desire list to you guys right now, it makes me nearly emotional because of the depth of feeling I cultivated when not only I wrote the list, but then when every time I went back and referenced the list, which I hope you do often, honestly, um, not obsessively, but remember the list keep the list somewhere in your space i believe mine was on my nightstand for a while and i moved it around a bit um and then there was a point where i i just tucked it away and just surrendered it to the universe and actually that's when the manifestation came in really quickly but we'll get to that point in a second make your list Feel the qualities of your list. Um, So if what would it feel like to be in the presence of a partner that is just lit up with their own life and they bring that life force to me? How does that make me feel? Um, Does that inspire me? Does that make me feel playful and joyful? Does that make me feel like I love my life? So get really, really deep into all of the qualities that you would feel being in those qualities. Get into the emotions. Now, the emotional hooks is where the mind, that's where the mind manifests from. That's why they always say if you want to be rich, think about being rich, like think about. What would you spend the money on get into the the emotions and the desires what are you gonna buy with that money and feel yourself having those new shoes that you bought in that new car wrapping your hands around the new leather steering wheel and smelling that fresh new car smell like so really getting into that now you want to do the same thing with your partner really really important sidebar about this desire list for your ideal partner is you yourself need to embody these qualities that you just made in your beautiful beyond the galaxy grocery list. So you want a joyful partner. Are you joyful? You want a loving partner. Do you love really, really hard on the people that are in your life? And you want someone that's inspired, someone that has their own thing going on, their independent nature, their, their business, and their are you any of those things? And if you are, could you be more of those things? So, we, this is really, really important, and I'm all about equal partnerships. So, do your work. Be, and that's what I meant when I said at the beginning of this. This is for people that are ready to do their side, to do their their work, to clean up their side of the street. Okay. And this is also a really great practice for when you are in your relationship. And um, it's very tempting sometimes to want to point the finger at the other partner. Like, you didn't make me feel good. You did this. And actually owning that, whoa, no one can make me feel anything. I have to own my side of this street. Keep it really clean. And by default, by the law of energy, your partner has to meet you there. So hold that high, high space. And when this level of intention. When you're living this quality of life, you know, the quality that you you desire in someone else, when you are embodying it, you are a magnet for it to come in. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Now, I want to also give another side. This is something me and Barry are definitely going to I'm going to have to get him on the podcast and and we'll talk about it from a masculine and a feminine perspective, but in the meantime, I'll just relay what he's what he shared with me and also what I experienced. Yes, you can make the desire list. Yes, you can begin to embody those qualities even more in yourself, but you also have to decide that you're not going to settle for less. So for me... It was actually right before Barry came in. I was actually so sick of my own shit, which for me in my life, that's quite a theme. I make the most change when I am just simply sick of not making the change. I'm simply sick of not getting what it is that I want and what, I, what it is that I deserve. So I stopped doing the thing that blocks me from the thing I want. And for me, this was having a few uh, people I already knew weren't the one. And as I said, I was looking for the one, this is what I was saying I wanted. I wanted my partner, I wanted my soulmate. And here I several people that are just kind of, you know, just taking up space in my phone, taking up space in my mind, um, you know, harmlessly connecting. I don't even think most of them, we had even gone on a date, but we had just been conversing over text. And um, it was just these silly little things that were draining my energy subtly. And also it was me, telling the universe, this is okay. I'm in some ways settling for not having my soulmate by having these little, um, you know, minor connections draining my energy. People that I already knew weren't, weren't what I wanted. And so it was the moment I said, no, enough of this. And I think I literally just as a signal to myself, I texted those people and I just said no. Um, And it was actually funny because most of them got it and didn't even say anything. And then I just blocked them with love numbers, deleted my apps. I was on dating apps. Uh, every app there there is as a Gemini, we love technology, so I was on them. And I just, it was for me, now I'm not saying that's accurate for you. This is, you, you have to decide what's accurate for you. Because I also still met very on, on a social media app. So to apps at all. But I am opposed to me where my energy was and what I was settling for and what those apps signified for me. And so deleting them, saying no to, to, to all this lingering energy that was vampiring me was actually a huge sign to the universe and to myself that I am committed to this vision. I deserve everything on this desire list, not five of out of the 25 things that I want. So it was a big, big sign for the universe that I'm showing up for this. I am committed to this. I deserve this and it was I swear it was like three days later Barry came into my world and he had commented on my Instagram and that's kind of how it all started for us and it was just instant guys really Um and now I was really deep in my intention. That was a clear message to the universe. It was clear in my mind that there was nothing that was going to sway me from this. And it was actually one of the times in my life where I had most deeply committed to my purpose, which was the blonde priestess. At the time, my business was just starting, but I hadn't fully committed to it. I was being drained in many ways. And um, I just said, you know what, universe, if you would have me be with my soulmate right now, I will allow you to bring them to me. I will." relax. I will focus on what's in my hands, which was the business and my friendships and my family and and showing up for them and loving them and showing up for my business and showing up for you guys in building the vision that I had for my life. And it was a full surrender. It was a lot of tears. It was a lot of prayer and it was a lot of faith. Oh gosh, I cannot emphasize that enough. It's very, very scary. From a real place, it's very scary to you know, cut everyone off you know any potential dating leads that you had to to cut off any potential after- that you know soulmate to you and um it took a lot of faith and trust um i w- I don't regret it at all. It had to happen in fact. Um, I kind of almost like wish I would have done it sooner, but at the same time, it was at the right exact time and again, circling back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast, when you're ready, you'll know. And if you're not ready yet, you'll keep kind of playing around and letting things drain your energy. Now that leads me to my next point. In order for us to shorten the time between when a manifestation is a visualization and when a manifestation is materialized in our physical reality, we must, we must, we must remove the blocks that are keeping it from being in our reality. That manifestation. Okay, so for me, it was the apps that were blocking me. For me, it was the um, you know, the semi-harmless conversations I was having with these different men that were um not my soulmate, and um, were draining my energy, and also me not fully um stepping into the the ownership of that quality list that I had made. And when I got to my point where I was completely ready to bring this in, I looked at that list and I knew deeply that I deserved every single thing on that list. And I have to tell you guys that B is that for me. I mean, every single, I've gone back and looked at the list just in awe with like tears in my eyes of just how faithful the universe is when we are faithful to what we say we want. So now I mentioned Barry sharing his, um, you know, experience with that, and it was very much so aligned with what I had kind of decided to. It was enough playing around. It was enough um, settling and commitment to ourselves to to not settle. To, to allow that person that we knew we deserved to come in. And um, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't choose someone until it was that person we were choosing. And so it was really special to hear him actually around the same time committing to that vision and me as well. And so just know that your soulmate is out there aligning too. And a lot of times we are aligned and we are ready and we are embodying everything that we want to call it. But your soulmate has to align as well. And for me and B, we were it it seems like we were right in tandem with the timing. And so that was beautiful, but it might not always work out that way. There might be, you know, there, your partner might still be aligning with you. And so you got to give them time and just stay committed, stay committed to being the best version of you settling for nothing less. And this is what calls your manifestation in quicker getting into the feeling of it, settling for nothing less, create your desire list, be your desire list. And um, as another really practical tip, go to the places where that person would be. So for me, when I was committing to my spiritual journey even more, During this time, I was committing to being the blonde priestess, not just having the blonde priestess as my business. I was in that space a lot more. I was on Instagram helping people, serving people, answering all my comments that I was getting, whereas before, or, you know, just not making time for them. And that was actually how me and Barry connected. He had commented on the Sagittarius post and I remember seeing his language and his words and feeling so struck with the depth of this person's soul and it was from a really pure place actually that I wasn't looking for anyone romantically and we began a really beautiful friendship that way and it unfolded very organically and it was because I was being the person I wanted to attract I was in the space where that person I wanted would come in so that's a really practical tip. I would also say surrender your timing. Okay? Because our timing is like, yeah, I wanted this thing yesterday. <laughs> okay, and I feel you. Trust me, a Gemini is very impatient. I'm a Gemini sun. I feel you. But I also know that there is something orchestrating this. There is some force, there is some god, there is some energetic molecule Happening with all of us, that is just on a cellular level orchestrating thing way better than our little human puny minds could ever do. So have faith, surrender. This is what I meant as well. Sometimes you got to put the desire list away, surrender it, trust it's coming to you and you will not miss it. It's not possible for you. Nothing that's for you shall pass you. And yeah, that's my practical tips there. Now I wanted to dive into the two comments that I had um, received through Instagram when I was sharing some of this. And the first one is from, um, a beloved babe, atomic olive, is her handle. And she shared a really beautiful experience that she's had meeting a lot of resistance um, in the dating realm and also a lot of encouragement from people that probably really love her and want the best for her, but are, you know, kind of um, picking apart her standards and telling her that she's being too choosy, being too selective, and so when I had shared a message about never settling, it really hit home for her and made her recommit to actually realizing that she deserved everything that she wanted and more. And so this was just a really, I felt a really real time example of how it can feel very frustrating, especially when we have people around us that are saying, "Oh, you're too selective. Um, you know, you passed up a good person here and." then you, we can start to question ourselves. And whenever this comes up, and this did come up for me several times as well about being too choosy and, um, you know, from friends that were in relationships and they had what I thought I want, I wanted, but that wasn't my story. And they didn't, they didn't fully have what I wanted encouraging me to settle. And it made me, every time I heard this, I rooted down even deeper into the realization that this was just a test. The universe was just checking in with me to make sure that I was committed to my desire list. I was committing to wanting everything that I knew I deserved and more. And it was, I made it even easier it off just not even let it affect me too much like cool like this means the universe is getting closer and closer to presenting me with exactly what I wanted because I still even with this pressure coming in I am committed to the vision to what I know I deserve so thank you Atomic Olive for sharing your experience with me and um, I wish you all the best mama I know that your soulmate appreciates you being committed to settling for nothing but them and may they come to you just in the most rapid divinely timed way now the last one i wanted to share is from crazy daisy a my beloved daisy um, she shared a really beautiful experience and story with me about a loss that she had of a partner um, and how she navigated that mourning process, and then you know started to reemerge back into love. And um, it was when she was seeing me and B sharing our journey on through my Instagram and through our stories, and it made her realize that that is the kind of love that I want, and it is possible. And um, you know, a really. Not only like loving being by herself, but also knowing that she could love herself in the process of wanting the the highest from another partner and just settling for nothing but that. And a story because Daisy shared that uh, just recently, a couple months ago, she found this person online, and um, they're having a really beautiful unfoldment process right now. And she just wanted to send gratitude for helping remind her that she does deserve the partnership that she knew and felt in her soul she did. Um, And so, yeah. Awesome. And by the way, as a side note, if we're not friends on Instagram yet, please DM me or let's connect. The Blonde Priestess is my IG handle. And I love hearing these stories with you babes, and I will be sharing them um, over podcasts to come. So if you have a question, if you have an experience you'd like to share, um, please do send them to me, DM me, or let's just be friends. I would truly, truly love it. Okay, babes, let's wrap this up for now. This will not be our last conversation about love. I can guarantee it. Um, And I wanted to leave you with this beautiful quote. Now, another practical tip before I get to the quote is to read about love, right? Especially in this world right now where we are so self-help Um, trying to improve ourselves constantly through books and podcasts. And it's a very masculine energy that we can quickly get into. And, you know, this isn't just speaking to the females, this is speaking to the masculine as well. But a really practical tip about how to get into the loving energy, into that feminine space, that surrendered place, is to read about love. Poetry to read from the great prophets that spoke about the divine connection between us and another. And I want to leave us with one of my ultimate, ultimate favorite quotes by the great poet Hafiz. Even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. I love you, babes. We'll talk very, very soon.